Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Wax Appeal Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wax, and I am so excited because we are less than one week away from Tier Wadapalooza coming up January 12th through the 15th in Miami. So if you are going to be there, make sure that you come by the podcast stage, say hello, get yourself a Wax Appeal sticker. We're going to be doing giveaways and all sorts of fun stuff. We're going to have a great time. Um, happy to announce that I am actually the manager for the podcast stage at tier Wadapalooza this year. So I will be on the stage most of the time introducing and hosting seminars with people and also running the Wex Appeal podcast. So it is going to be a great time. Make sure you do not miss it. If you are planning to be in Miami, make sure you make it a point to come by the podcast stage. There are going to be athletes. There are going to be vendors. They're going to, I mean, there's going to be everything at tier Wadapalooza this year so you definitely do not want to miss it the elite athletes are going to be amazing on the individual side and the teams are stacking up to be amazing super teams so get there get your tickets if you haven't already and get down to miami for the tier Wadapalooza 2023 where we are going to be there in full effect we got some big big things planned I can't really talk about all of them yet, but uh, big things that we'll be you know, putting out hopefully on the podcast uh, as we're there and as we're recording and doing all those things. So looking forward to it. My guest today is the face of Morning Chalk Up right now. She is the uh, reporter on the sidelines. She's right in the action. Her name is Lauren Khalil, and we had an absolute fantastic time talking about her CrossFit journey. We talked about what she went to school for, which was nothing to do with what she's doing now, um, how she changed her career midstream, and how this transition into CrossFit has been an absolute amazing time. And we, we both talk about how we just can't really believe where our lives are now. And it's funny how much stuff we had in common. I will pre-warn you, both of, I, both of us are super scattered when we talk. So you're going to get conversations where we're going to start it at one point and then end it at a completely other. And we're going to wrap it all in together. And it, it was a hilarious and fun time. So th- special thanks to Lauren for coming on the show. It was an absolute honor to have her on the show. And we are going to be in Miami together. Of course, for the Tier Wadapalooza Festival on the podcast stage, on the seminar stage, and possibly on a boat. Yes, we're going to possibly be on a boat. We'll see. I've got to work out logistics on that, but uh, possibly going on a uh, on the the boat with Sarah Sigma's daughter for Toe Spacer Mobility and uh, going and checking that whole thing out and, and seeing. So stay tuned for some amazing content. I hope uh, it's just going to be it's going to be an action-packed week so there's going to be a lot of episodes coming so set your reminder make sure you like and subscribe go check it out on youtube we're on youtube like and subscribe to the wexpeel podcast on youtube on spotify apple wherever you listen to podcasts and like us on instagram follow set your alerts make sure that you know all the content that is coming check it out it's going to be a lot of fun without further ado let's get to the podcast today as I said, my guest today is Lauren Khalil from The Morning Chalk Up. If you know anything about The Morning Chalk Up, they are basically the sports center of CrossFit. They talk about all that is going on in the world of CrossFit, and she has interviewed some of the highest level, highest profile athletes in their sport. She's gone to the top of the uh, the building at at uh, in Abu Dhabi. I think it was in Abu Dhabi for uh, the Dubai CrossFit Championship. Uh, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We had a absolute blast talking about everything from weddings and planning things and to singing the national anthem and talking to high-level athletes. It's, it's just a great time. So enjoy the podcast. 
after this short little message from sponsor. I feel like once you have one mistake, you, you learn the, everybody's learned the hard way once and then you never let that happen again. (laughs) Then you never let it happen again. You have three things recording at all times. Like everything Mm -hmm. is, everything is set in stone. So, well, Lauren, we'll (laughs) jump into the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And, uh, you've been on the podcast before, uh, in a little bit different fashion. That was a little bit. We had fun last time. We're going to have fun fun. again. We're going to have fun again. (laughs) That. I mean, how can you not have fun on an on a podcast called Barbells Beats and Buffoonery? I mean, it's it's literally in the title, you know. So it's the buffoonery so, for me. Thank <laughs> it is the buffoonery for me. It's the buffoonery for a lot of people. A lot of people love to jump in and do do the whole buffoonery thing. And uh I think so I think that <laughs> I I'll go ahead and spill the beans on this one. I'm trying to get a the next battle that we do is Ooh, what oh, are you thinking? Gosh, horrible pickup lines. Oh, 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 I have so many. Oh my God. I figure wow. I could, I figure I just go out and get all the ladies of CrossFit and they just oh, open up yeah. their DMs and just be like, Hey, here's a list of all the horrible things that have been said. Never um, say this. Never say this. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand what people are thinking. First of all, um, just do you really think that's going to work? They think they're being cheeky or something. No, they think it's, it's cute, but it's no, not cute. It's, it's creepy. Don't like that. Yeah. It's it's, it's creepy. creepy. It's not cheeky. Um, you know, <laughs> like I can joke like that with my friends. Like, right. like I'll There's say something. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. Um, for, to a complete stranger who's a, you know, celebrity in the CrossFit world, not a place to say it. Not, not a place to do it. <laughs> you know. Because you think you're original. You're not. <laughs> yeah, it's not so. great. <laughs> but hey, so how have you been? How are things going? You're getting ready for Wadapalooza. Have yes. you, were you there last year? Have you been to Wadapalooza No, before? I've never been before. First Because my time. brother decided to get married last year. What's up with Lame. that? That's like people yeah. get married on the Super Bowl. Like, right. Like, what are you doing? Come on. Who does that? And he is a CrossFitter, so he should know better. Oh, it's not no. like he doesn't even understand CrossFit. Like, come on, Mike. <laughs> so, so last year, uh, not last year, but the, the year prior, um, so you were at the games. Were you there mm-hmm. two years ago? 2020? Uh, yeah, 21. I've been, yep. I've been at the games every year since 2017. Okay. Um, but, so, but I was first there just as a spectator. Cause I lived sure. in Wisconsin and then eventually I started working. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. You know, Hey, um, I I'm there as a volunteer every single year. So I'm around everywhere doing all sorts of things, but I was there in, uh, in, in 21 and the, um, it, it was, it was just a crazy, crazy time. It was, it was fun. I was going to ask you something about it. <laughs> And we got to talking about that. And I have absolutely no idea what I was talking about. This, Where are we going with this? I hate go- when that where- happens. I'm sitting there talking. I'm like, I'm trying to fill time. I'm trying to fill time. Because I'll remember. I'll remember what I was saying. But I don't. I don't. Why were you? Eventually, oh. we'll, we'll oh, circle yes. back. Oh, yes. Oh. No, no, no. I figured it out. We were talking about weddings. Um, so oh, yeah. I, I was at the 2021 games when um, the Buttery Bros hosted the wedding at the campground. I got Wait, to have you were a, there. I was there. 
I was there. there. I was there. Oh my God. Yes, we, we were, were there. Both there. Did you have a slice of the cake? I that had Sammy a slice made? of the cake. It was freaking amazing. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was so, so good. So I was hanging out at the Talking Elite Fitness with those guys the whole time. So I was, yeah. Wait, I, was, we, I feel like we must have met each other. We then. must have met each other. We must have, which is weird. Yeah, that is CrossFit. <laughs> that is, that is the craziness. So yeah. I, like when yeah. the, when the storm came in, I was there helping them tear uh-huh. everything down and like tear all their all podcast equipment. Did down you sleep and... in the Coliseum? No, no. I had a hotel. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Lucky no, <laughs> I was, I didn't live in the, in the, in the campground, but I was there. Like okay, if I was a visitor. Yeah. If I wasn't you know, at my hotel or at the, at the site, I was at the campground. I was at the campground every single night, you know, hanging out with them and stuff. So no, that was the year I had to, my roommate ended up like missing his flight or, or getting COVID. I don't remember getting either got COVID or he missed his flight. I think he missed his flight. And at the last minute it was like, Oh dude, sorry. I'm like, you're my room. Like you have the booking. I don't have a place to stay. So I had to scramble and find a, you know, a really sketchy motel. Yeah, um, that is <laughs> not an easy feat. <laughs> which is why I wanted to stay at the campground as much as humanly possible. So, mm-hmm. but it was a good time. It, it was fun. So, <laughs> so let's jump into kind of your background. Cause you kind of, you've come on the scene and you've kind of taken over the face of, of morning chalk up. Um, you are the <laughs> you girl. Are the, who is this girl? What does she do? You know, where did she come from? So tell people a little bit about your background and, you know, how you got into journalism, how you got into CrossFit and kind of see where we're at there. Yeah. Oh, don't mind if you can see don't my mind. dogs or hear my dogs. Don't mind the dogs. <laughs> just going off in the background. Literally chasing his own tail. Just yeah. Well, spinning. the worst is when she will chase her foot. And then oh. get her back foot in her mouth and be jumping in circles. <laughs> My dog um, is a 85 pound pit bull terrier. Oh, and yeah. he's, he thinks he's a 20 pound chihuahua. And Little lap dog. He's a lap dog. He's an 85 pound lap dog. He's ridiculous, actually. <laughs> so back Love to our, the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a dog Anyways. fan. So dogs are, dogs are, are, are king. <sighs> They make life better. They really do. Especially when like you drop into an affiliate and there's like a gym dog, then I, there's no warm up that I will do. I would just like warm up a dog, dog. I'll be over here. (laughs) Also fun fact. If you want to kidnap Noah, Noah Olson, just bring a dog. (laughs) Exactly. Him and Max. Max, what a beautiful golden retriever. (laughs) I'm about to, I'm actually about to release a, so again, buffoonery. I'm about to do a little series <laughs> on how to catch people. <laughs> like, so there, there was a movie a long time ago called um, "To Catch a Killer." So, I think I've heard of that. I, it's, Are you now like figuring out how to catch like how to catch an athlete? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was going to be to catch a hiller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I can go ahead and talk That's about it now. Because it'll already be on the, by the time I edit this and, and put it on, it's going to be already on the, on the Instagram, but <laughs> it's, it, have you seen family guy with, um, with James Wood with, Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. No, no. Oh but now I know what I'm going to do after this. <laughs> it's a great episode. Peter Griffin and, and, um, 
and James Wood have this like rivalry. And the only way to catch him is to leave like a trail of candy. So he walks up and he's like, Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece oh, of candy. I've definitely Ooh, seen memes on that. Yeah. And then yeah, he, yeah. he walks up to this box with a piece of candy with a stick and he grabs, he's like, Ooh, piece of candy, gra- grabs the candy and they pull the stick and the box drops on them and they jump on the box. And they're like, we need to remember this because we've caught him twice this way now. I did that a lot all across my gym with C4 cans. So the, the oh, C4 yeah. drinks, cause he loves C4. So, <laughs> and then I tracked over top of it, the, the track from family Guy. So it's like, Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of oh, candy. that's funny. <laughs> and then you, you hear the box drop and I've got a box set up with a dumbbell underneath it. And I just pull the dumbbell. And it drops. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so that'll be, that'll be out later today. I'm going to put that, Ooh, but I can't wait. Anyways, buffoonery. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I asked you a question. <laughs> you did. You did. You did. How did I wind up where I am? What, yes. what is going on? What was I doing? So I originally like the OG dream job. It's so different than what I'm doing now. I wanted to be a wedding planner. Ugh. That was like the goal, which is so funny because, um, I mean, whatever, I'll just say my friends call me like the Grinch of weddings because I've, when you've been to so many and when you've been in so many, I'm again, I'm going to sound like the Grinch. They just are all of the same. They're all the same to me. It's a lot of time, a lot of money. I just don't really love weddings. I love that these two people are in love, but the whole like event that goes around it, I'm just like, I've been in so many, I've, I've done it. I just don't really enjoy it. So the irony that I wanted to be like a wedding planner is very Well, <laughs> here's the irony. I'm also a wedding DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been to even more than I have. I have been to a lot of weddings and worked with a lot of wedding planners and it is the bane of okay, my existence. Oh, okay. It's- wow. It's look, not, our friendship wedding, is growing, not the wedding planners themselves. <laughs> like the wedding planners, a lot of times are fantastic. And I've ran into a couple of them that are just absolute like control freaks and just horrible. Yep. There you yeah. Go, autofocus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've ran into a couple that I'm just like, I will never work with you again if you're on a wedding, but most mm-hmm. of them are fantastic, but dear God, all the work that you have to do to throw all this money at a day that nobody gonna really remember like the details that you're putting into it like all the little things that you're doing and and this little nuance and this little nuance and that bow around that flower nobody cares when it's all said and done so i'm so i'm right there (laughs) the two things that you have to so so what what in your opinion we'll get back to your story because this is going to yeah, be, we'll get there. we're just going to call this the squirrel <laughs> episode. <laughs> what? Squirrel. Ooh, shiny, shiny squirrel. <laughs> um, so what in your opinion, and this is also why I want to have Sammy on the podcast, because she's also a wedding DJ. Did you know that? What? She, Sammy was formerly a wedding DJ. I, I feel like I 100% should know that. And I yes, had should. no idea. She's mentioned it quite a few times. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was formerly a wedding DJ. And I'm like, we need to talk. We need to have conversations. About yeah, this you two and, need and to have compare like, notes. Yeah, we'll do. Oh, listen, we'll do a we'll do a wedding planning episode, <laughs> the battle of the weddings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there used okay. to be a show on. I don't know what it was on, like 
Bravo or like yeah. e, something like that. And it would be like this group of three women that would go and rate other people's weddings oh, based on like how the bride looked, <laughs> the food and the music. And I'm just like, this is television. Like it's such a horrible show. <laughs> it's such a horrible show. And, and I want to say so it's bad. probably on discovery channel, um, not discovery mm. channel. What, what, what channel is it? Is it TLC? I know. I get, maybe does, it's TLC that does the horrible programming. Like <laughs> I, but I'm going to tell on my wife for a second. Okay. I walked in yesterday to into the room and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, for no. what? And I oh, looked no. at the TV and she's watching like thousand pound best friends. <laughs> I, I literally, I put my AirPods in, grabbed a book and just put on yeah. music just and i'm like i can't i can't do it i can't not even a little bit anyways the uh the the wedding planning with um with with doing you know djing weddings and parties and events it's like the two things that i think or two or three things that you like absolutely like spare no expense these are the things that you have to have that are good and i might be biased because i'm the dj but <laughs> the dj is one of them. The oh, cake, 100%. Oh, absolutely. Because if you have a horrible DJ, they will never stop talking about how bad of a party it was. Um, but nobody will remember him or her, but like it has to be a good DJ. The food slash cake, the cake has to be on point because if the cake is bad, horrible. And the photographer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Photo, yeah. food, and music. That's those three things. That's all you need to spend money on. Everything else, nobody cares. Nope, nobody cares. Nobody cares about people bubbles. People don't care about no. the shade of green that the napkin is. No, and it doesn't matter. Your bridesmaids are going to hate it anyways. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so those are those are my three tips for if you if if you're getting married and and you want to spend money on a wedding. Those are the three things you need to invest in. Either that or I want to spend agent. money on the honeymoon. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I mean, that's a different, that, that's the, that's the separate. Yeah. Spend the money on the honeymoon. <laughs> but if you want to like a memorable, um, a, a memorable wedding, you need those three things. You need the photographer, yeah. the DJ and the food to be on point. Nobody cares about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hot take. <laughs> yes, that's the that's the hot take. So, okay, so you wanted to be a wedding planner, which okay, so yeah, I wanted to be yeah. a wedding planner because, like, growing up, I just loved planning events. Like, I was always on like prom committee, student government, like organizing events, and then like watching them come to life. And for whatever reason, I was like, oh, like weddings. Which now I'm like, why? Like, why did that thought ever come into my mind? I don't know. So then, in while I was still in college, I think it was. The summer going into my sophomore year, I had an internship at a casino that had a hotel and I worked um, in the in the hotel portion doing like check ins, hospitality um, to kind of get my feet wet in that like customer service, working with people um, vein of life. And uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't great there. <laughs> people were rude people, and people in the public. It, yeah, it just was like the worst summer job for me, in my opinion. And then I went back, I went to a liberal arts school, so I hadn't had declared major quite yet. And somebody was like, oh, why don't you take journalism one-on-one? -on -one? You like to talk. 
And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I think it's a little bit more than just talking, but sure. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll figure it out and see if this is something that I enjoy. And after the first class, I was like, oh, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I think before the semester was even over, I declared a major sports broadcasting, um, had a couple really cool internships working with, um, the Dan Patrick show and the golf channel. Oh, wow. And I was like, I want to do sports. Yeah. Um, that was what I wanted to do. And that was the dream. And then you graduate, you apply for a bunch of jobs and I applied for, I'm not even kidding you, like 200 openings, like all around the country, because you, if you're going to be in journalism, you kind of have to just pack your bags and leave for whoever wants to hire you. Sure. Um, and of those like 200 applications, only about four of them were in sports. Wow. There just were not openings, especially because like after graduating college, you're not going to go work in New York city or Los Angeles or the big desirable markets you're working yeah. in. Um, the Birmingham, on, Alabama, somewhere you're not going to get a spot on ESPN right away. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. So I moved to Quincy, Illinois, very, very small town right on the Mississippi river. And I, um, took a job in news and I, I really enjoyed it. I was really passionate about it. Um, especially because it was like such a diverse, um, role that I had, like, I still was able to cover a little bit of sports. I would shoot Friday night football, Saturday, um, high school basketball, just helping out the sports department, trying to like have a good relationship with them just in case an opening happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I covered anything from an agriculture story to a little mom and pop shop opening down the street to politics, which I hated. I never want to have to do that again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I did that for eight years, kind of moving around to different local TV stations and somewhere within those eight years, I found CrossFit. And it's so funny because I had watched, um, I started like around the CrossFit games and the affiliate that I was at was like, Oh my God, you have to watch like the live broadcast, like you're in television, like you got to see what they do. And I just remember watching Tommy Marquez and Sean Woodland. And I'm like, wow, how do I get that job? Yeah. Like, how do you like, and I know how the industry is. You don't really ever apply for a job. You just no. do really good work and you hope that somebody sees or, or that you have a connection or, or something. So it's always kind of like interesting when you're trying to figure out like what your next move is or what like the long-term goal is. Um, so, so yeah. So eventually I just reached out to morning chalk up and was like, Hey, here are my, uh, credentials. Do you have any openings? And they were like, yeah, like you can write for us part-time. That's really what we offer right now. So I was a contract writer for some time. Um, I managed the newsletter for a little bit, but I, I hated that job. I was like, Oh, this is like, I have yeah. the skills, but they're the skills that I don't want to have to use. <laughs> like being a wedding DJ. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes like, full circle. <laughs> listen, I've been, I've been given the most amazing compliments about doing weddings, but God, I hate them. <laughs> like, yeah. But yes, yeah. it's a skill you that just, I keep in my back pocket. 
<laughs> right. Like it's yeah. good to have like a wide variety of, of tools in your toolbox, but some of them you're like, oh, I know that I can do this, but I really don't love doing this. And that's kind of how it was when I was managing the newsletter. It was just, you know, something that I just didn't see myself doing long-term. So then I went back to just contract writing for Morning Chalk Up. And then at some point, kind of, I think it was either right before Wadapalooza or right after Wadapalooza last year, um, I had been doing video interviews with athletes for a couple of months um, on our YouTube page, on Morning Chalk Up's YouTube page. And then mm -hmm. I eventually was like, I wonder if I can turn this into a full-time job. <laughs> and it still was not, it was still, you know, a part-time job. Um, I was working full-time at my affiliate and then after the CrossFit games, that's when the YouTube channel became a full-time role. We just wanted and, to and expand. What year, what year did you start this past year? Oh, this past year. Okay. So I, I started like contract writing. I think it was March of 2021. Okay. So that's when and we were at the games together. Yes, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. I was the one that was um, sitting in a chair, like a little fold up chair with my laptop every night, trying to get the newsletter together while everybody else was having fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we probably, we have probably talked, which is hilarious. We, so like we I know, probably it's talked so beforehand um, at the campsite, just hang everybody hanging out, yeah. um, you know, cause I was when, uh, when Justin won and came over to the, came over yeah, to the campground. Yeah, yeah. I was standing right there and hanging out. Oh my I'm gosh. On the, I'm we, on the Birdie yeah. Rose video and everything. <laughs> we definitely have had conversations. Then, yes. Which is so funny because like you meet so many people at the CrossFit games and so many people at the space that like, yeah. and when you only see them once a year, it's like, Hey, I think that we met last year, but if not, like you do the reintroductions and well, what's funny <laughs> is that that same year. So <laughs> that same year. So I talked to Tommy and Sean all the time. Yeah. Uh, from, from talking elite fitness. And, uh, you know, and I had Sean, Sean was like my second guest on the podcast. Like really like actual guests. So I think it was Margo Alvarez was the first guest and Sean was, I think the next guest and he, it was either Sean or Tommy, but either way, they were, he was one of my very first guests on the podcast. And, um, I walked up to him at the games and I was like, Hey, what's up, Sean. And he just looked at me kind of with this, like deer in a headlights look like, yeah. Oh, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, <laughs> it's Wex. He's like, oh, oh, Wex, what's up? Because <laughs> we never like officially met in person. It was just all online and virtual and stuff like that. Right. But yeah. But now, you know, we see each other all the time and we, we talk back and forth and he knows, you know, we know each other now. <laughs> Which it is so funny because, I mean, you're the same. We do most of our work virtually and you only see like this much of somebody yeah. that I'm always surprised when I see like Tommy or Sean or Chase in person. I'm like, you guys are so tall. <laughs> <laughs> you are giant humans. I forget how tall you guys are. And but I just look like a little peanut next to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm 5'10". So they're... <laughs> Perfect. huge compared to me. So I'm, you know, right. right. right I'm like, hi guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I took a picture with Tommy, like the, when I was there in, in 2021, I'm just like, gosh, he's huge. Right. <laughs> so. You forget how tall they are because we see yeah. them on screens and they see us on screens. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, so, so you talked about how you got into the you know, morning chalk up and, and doing that and kind of taking that over. How did you find CrossFit and like, where did mm. you start that journey and, you know, and that whole rabbit hole? Yeah, that was, that was a wild journey. I always loved sports. I 
whether um, it was basketball or I was a competitive dancer. I danced through college. Um, my mom owns a dance studio. So even instructing I'm tell you, dance. You said competitive dancer and I immediately went to like step up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, but no. No. So if you watch, um, it's like same but different because dance, competitive dance isn't cheerleading, but there's mm-hmm. like a Netflix series called um, Cheer. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Okay. Heard so, it. yes. So the, um, the university or, or college, whichever it is that they focus on there goes to the same nationals that we would in college for dance. Okay. So they would have like cheer nationals and then dance team nationals. Nice. Um, but yeah, so, so that's what I did. If, if anybody is listening or watching and knows what that is, it's kind of similar. So was a big dancer, really loved it. Um, but then, you know, graduate college and probably what most former athletes do, you go to somewhere like planet fitness and you're on the elliptical and trying to lift weights and like, okay, this is not really scratching the itch. What do I do? Um, I ended up doing less fitness, eating a lot of pizza, drinking a lot of beer, just like all of those terrible, like health decisions that are good every once in a while, but it became just too frequent. I had so much like extra time now that I wasn't like going to dance practice or, um, having certain like gym hours for dance team that it was filled with boozing, boozing and <laughs> pizza. <laughs> yes. I mean, which is great. Oh, I love it. Right. But yeah, not, which not is good. Great. No regrets, but <laughs> probably not great for like long-term health and just like feeling good about yourself. <laughs> so I went on a family vacation and I mean, I don't know about you, but when was the last time you saw your dad in a bathing suit? Like it's probably not very frequent. Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose cool. unless you live somewhere nice and like you go to the beach with your fa- like errands all the time. <laughs> <laughs> But so we go on this family vacation and me and my sister are on the beach we're boozing and, you know, we're having ourselves a little good time, getting a nice suntan. Our dad walks on the beach without a shirt on. And this 50 year old man has like a six pack and these like massive muscles. And, and we, and me and my sister, like at the same time, look at each other and we're like, what, why does dad look better than us? Like, this can't be a thing. <laughs> that just can't be a thing. So, so that's actually, so not to, not to put a downer on it, but my father passed away like many, many years ago, um, when I was a kid and, but what I remember, yeah, but what I remember about him is that, cause it was, we grew up on horse farms. So he trained thoroughbred racehorses. Oh, how cool. Oh, awesome. Like we took a horse to the Kentucky Derby. Like he trained some pretty, some, yeah, he he trained some pretty epic people. So he so he was always on horses and things like that. And unfortunately, cancer sucks and I freaking hate it. Um, because he died when he he died right after his 40th birthday. Like crazy. Oh um my yeah. God. So so every year I'm alive now, it's like to me, it's borrowed time because I'm over 40. So it's sure. like you know, yeah. I, that's always in my mind. But the thing I remember about him, because he trained horses, basically he fought with horses every single day for, <laughs> you know, my whole lifetime, you know, growing up. And my dad was like, he was not a big guy, but he was lean. 
and like yeah. jacked like like his arms like you did not mess with my dad when it when it came to that but <laughs> he's also he was also like five eight five nine but he you know because he had that rider build and it's you know so he was smaller mm -hmm. but he i always remember he was just jacked um me not so much i that that gene completely missed me <laughs> Com completely what didn't miss me is all the pizza and beer and donuts and all those mm. sorts of things which are amazing oh, donuts yum yeah and then of course you have my little brother who is a um he's a eagle scout marine recon freaking yeah like all right <laughs> yeah i'm like whatever jerk <laughs> you you got all the cool things you know you got you like so he's like 10 years um, younger. Come than on, me. you DJ weddings. That's I DJ weddings. Cool. Actually, <laughs> actually, I'm going to be honest. This whole, similar to what you said with the, it, it's, you know, kind of how do you get into this business? It's all about yeah. just knowing people, uh, which sounds horrible be, because you've got like those, you know, kind of click type things. And it's not like that. It's just, if you know people and you do what you do and you do what you love, it shows through. And you know, kind of the position I've been put in with Wadapalooza this year. Last year, I was just a small little podcast on the stage, just doing whatever. And I and went to now you're and now doing I'm it running. Big. Now I'm running the <laughs> podcast stage, running the seminar stage. It's blown up because I met Dylan at a local comp here in Central Florida where he was emceeing. And, you know, we just mm -hmm. kind of talked back and forth there. So he knows who I am. You know, I know who he is, obviously. And now he's running the whole thing. So I just reached out to him and I was like, hey, man, I was at the podcast stage last year and I've got a couple of ideas that I wanted to give to you guys to possibly make it better because there were some really, you know, big shortfalls last year. And he's like, yeah. awesome. I love it. You're in charge of it. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, yay. Okay, great. So now, you know, it is what it is. And you, you've seen kind of the back end of it, of us, you know, kind of doing all the planning and, and everything. And yeah, if, if a lot goes into it. Yes. And if people are listening to this, please go to the podcast stage because it is going to be epic. Like the, the guest list is ridiculous right now. Oh my um, gosh. And there's so many cool people. And yes. Just a good opportunity for like fans and like people who watch all of these different podcasts and YouTube shows, like from home, like now yeah. you'll be able to like, go see what people do live. And I think it just like, is a really cool thing. Well, and we've also introduced the feature. So we're, we're going to have a wireless microphone. So we'll be able to run out into the crowd. So you can actually ask your questions. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to do it on, on your YouTube chat screen and be like, what, what is, <laughs> what is your favorite? pie <laughs> you know? we can hear your voice <laughs> we can hear your voice now you can actually be on the podcast um you know we're just not mentioning you or putting up your thing on the screen like we're you can actually talk yeah. on the podcast and and ask these questions of these athletes that you never thought you would ever get to meet or talk to um so mm -hmm. it's been but it's been crazy this this whole kind of whirlwind i never expected to be in this position and i didn't go into it looking you know trying to look for it. I wasn't, you know, trying to be the podcast manager. I was just like, Hey, here's some ideas to make this better for everybody. And I want to right. be part of everybody. And I want to be part of everybody that makes this, you know, fun and, and engaging and a, and a, and a vital place where Wadapalooza can really kind of make an impact because, you know, I saw it at the CrossFit games where you have the seminar stage where, you know, they would do, you know, work, you know, little workouts or demos or, you know, talk about different subjects and people would come and they would check it out and they would be engaged and they loved it. 
And I'm like, why aren't we doing that with podcasts? Why aren't we doing that yeah. with these shows that, you know, really kind of given that college game day type atmosphere of, you know, hey, they're up on stage, you can get up and cheer, they can say something you like, you know, people can, you know, interact <laughs> and and have fun, you know, have fun with it. So that's the biggest thing about the podcast stage this year that's going to be just amazing is being able to kind of engage with the crowd and 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 talk to people that like they wouldn't just generally get to see because everybody's more laid back. It's Miami. Right. This is like the all-star weekend. It's it's just fun. Um, you know, the teams are getting together and yeah, they're gonna throw down. It's gonna be crazy. Um, the women's side is ridiculous on the teams, but it's like oh everybody's my gosh, it's gonna be so cool. Oh my gosh, it's it's insane. Like I just see teams popping up. I'm like, that's not even fair. Right, right. It's it's just not fair. Okay. Um, But then seeing the guest list of people that are doing appearances and just hanging out and just, it's Mm -hmm. just a big party. And this is probably one of my favorite times to be in CrossFit is Wadapalooza. The games is amazing because it's, you know, the, the, the epicenter, it is the Super Bowl. It is, you know, but there's so much on the line and so much stuff going on. Uh, But Wadapalooza is just like, Hey, let's everybody party. (laughs) And like with the party, everybody is in good spirits. They're there to have fun. This is like the last thing that we're doing that the athletes are doing before the season starts. Yeah. And, and you've got the mayor of Miami there um, hanging out, Noah Olson. He, he is the mayor of Miami. I love that. He is. <laughs> I, he is the mayor of yeah. Miami. Like it, when he is there on, on ground at Wadapalooza, he is you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, petting dogs. Like mm-hmm. he is, he is the guy. Doing what he needs to do. Doing he is, what he and he's so genuine. Yeah. Or gen- yeah. Yeah. He's so genuine because I think some people are like, oh, I don't know if that's like a front. I don't know no. if he's just that way, like in front of the camera, but like, it doesn't matter whether like, you know him or you're a complete stranger fan. Noah Olsen is probably the nicest human I've ever met. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I, it, he just is, he, you just want to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it you doesn't know? matter. It doesn't matter when or where, like he could have just killed right. himself on, he yeah. could have just absolutely just sold out on a workout. He's like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? You know, he's just, he's just the nicest. Um, got to run into him a couple times at the games, um, you know, the past few years and every single time he's like, oh yeah, dude, Hey, come on. You know, I remember yeah. you. And it's just, just so cool. Um, and that's the, that's the neatest thing about this event is that everybody is kind of on that level of just being, you know, really cool and laid back as long as let me put, let me put this out there to everybody that's listening. <laughs> Don't be a douche. Okay. <laughs> be that's cool. The best PSA. Be cool, right. man. Be cool. Just they're people. They're people just like just like you and I. They're people. Just just be cool. And if you're cool, they will be so cool. But if you're weird and you're like grabbing people and touching them and like just like yeah, don't don't people's... touch people. That's don't like not people. a thing. No, don't touch. It's not. it's not. No touchy. No touchy. Right. Uh, <laughs> Act like you're in a museum. You look, but you don't touch. Yes. Yeah. If they look like they're busy, they probably are. And when you're busy, do you like to be interrupted? No, you don't. Right. Because at um, the end of the day, like I feel like sometimes people forget this is the athlete's job. Yes. They have like sponsor obligations. They have obligations with their managers and fitness is their 
main source or like kind of would have gotten them into the source of their financial income. So just think about if you were at your desk working on a big like assignment that's due in two hours and you had 10 people coming over to you asking for this, asking for that, like, can I get a selfie? Kind of, <laughs> right. Like kind of read the space. And so many yeah. athletes are so willing to like take selfies and do all of that, but just, you know, be respectful because it yeah. is their job. Listen, if you go out to dinner in Miami and somebody's sitting there and they're eating, stop, just do be cool. Look across catch eyes and do the nod. Right. Little head nod. Little head nod. Just to acknowledge that they're there and be like, Hey, what's up? And have a moment, have a moment that you can take home with you and that you remember, as opposed to them having a moment of going home and be like, Oh, did you hear about that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Because they are human too. And they will talk. (laughs) And that's the thing. Yes. It's their job, but they are also human. So treat them as such, you know, be, be cool. Be cool. That's the, that's the PSA. Be cool. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So you got into CrossFit. Um, and I think we, obviously we, this is again, I think we do off of that. Dad had a six pack and nice arms because he was doing CrossFit. Not just like, I didn't just look at my dad and think, wow, I need fitness. No, it was CrossFit specifically. He did CrossFit. He like, I knew that he was going in a couple of times. I think he had asked me and I was just like, no dad, I'm not going to go like work out with you. That's not cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, dang That's it. Weird. I should have started this so much sooner. Yes. Yeah. But so then, um, I was living in, where was I living at the time? Wisconsin. And they had like a two week on-ramp class to okay. introduce you to CrossFit. And I mean, day one, I went home and I was like, wow, I love this. It was so much fun. And then maybe two months after I started, because I'm so competitive, I decided to sign up for the gym competition that involved movements that I could not do. And I will never forget asking one of the coaches, like, can I please get a band for these pull-ups? And they're like, no, it's a competition. You can't use the band. Like (laughs) you have to just keep trying. And It was no rep after no rep. And I remember everybody coming over, doing what the CrossFit communities do and cheering me on. And I'm just like, I want to go in a hole all by myself right now. But after that, what did I do? I spent the next four to six months building pull-up strength. And now like pull-ups are one of my strongest movements in the gymnastics movement. Yes. So, (laughs) So I had a similar situation. Um, but even more horrific, I, I was, I'm yeah. So I have since let my L1 expire, which is shame on me, but we had a lot going on. Um, so I was an L1, I was a head coach of a gym for years. Um, and you know, I, when I started in CrossFit, I was doing more running than anything else. I'm a bigger guy. I'm a little bit heavier. So the gymnastic movement is not my favorite. Um, give me heavy things. Let me throw them around. I'm good. Yeah. That's way more fun. It's way more fun. <laughs> like, oh, great. You can do a muscle up. Cool. I can, you know, squat clean 250. That's like, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm there for that, you know, <laughs> um, which I say that and CrossFitters are like 250. Was. <laughs> right. Know? I know. <laughs> like our numbers don't look good anymore compared no. to some of those high level athletes, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Tell um, the average person and they'll think yeah. we're cool. <laughs> and, but, uh, you know, so 
I, so I've, I've been training and been working on, you know, working on things, but I became an L1 um, because I was passionate about coaching and teaching and, and, and doing those sorts of things. So became an L1, I was head coach of the gym and uh, I'm, and I didn't do a lot of competitions because, you know, like I do a competition here or there, but usually it would be a team competition, you know, because I would team up with somebody. And um, like, I remember my very first competition, um, I was brand new to CrossFit similar. And I remember we deadlifted or I PR'd my deadlift at 335. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, now years later, I'm like 435, you know, just pulling yeah. that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, 335 was not a lot. You know, that's that's reps now. For, it's all relative. It's, all, it's relative all relative in the moment. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, so so I've been coaching and, and doing all this sort of stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for a competition. And I've, I've in the past gone scaled, usually because of gymnastic movements, mm -hmm. you know, muscle ups and things like that. But I'm like, I'm going to sign up RX. I looked at this competition. It doesn't really have too much that's going to, you know, give me a problem. I'm going to go ahead and do that. And then um, I get into this competition and I absolutely got my ass handed to me. <laughs> absolutely destroyed. I finished last in almost everything because it was the first time I went RX. Mm -hmm. Just there, and and you know the difference. They're they're really with every competition, local or or not. There should be an RX division. There should be an intermediate division, and there should be a scale 100%. division. And in some cases, even have an elite at the top. You know, of, of those, mm -hmm. you know, fire breathers in your city or in your state that just go to competitions and just wreck <laughs> shop. They shouldn't be an RX. They should be in a higher bracket, or you should have an intermediate for those people who are really good, but not proficient at everything right so i jump into this rx competition there's rx or they're scaled scaled is like way too easy rx i can do so i do rx and just got my ass handed to me like bad and my whole and like all the people i coach are standing there just like oh, cheering no. cheering me on and i'm like i want you all to die away like, <laughs> go away they're like pick it up pick it you pick it up it's a uh -uh. 70 it was a 70 pound kettlebell and box step ups. And I'm like, no. Oh, dang. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. And um, that workout started with a 200 meter run with a kettlebell. And oh, that's like my nightmare. <laughs> oh, the, well, the first mistake that was made is that um, three, two, one, go. I snatched my kettlebell up and just was running. And I'm like, why am I in the front? Why am I ahead of everybody? <laughs> this is not going to go well. And I come around the corner for my first lap and there's nobody behind, like, like I can't hear people behind me. And I come around and I see the look on, on the people's faces from my gym. And they're like, you've, you've, you've come out way, way too hot. <laughs> I finished the run. I get in. And died. And just died. <laughs> Yep, it was, it was there. Bad. It was, it was bad. And that was the first and only time I was in first place in the RX division <laughs> from then on last place. You were the was... winner of the first lap. round. Yes. The first, first lap. lap. Yes. So it was, you won something. I won something, but yeah. So, so CrossFit. Yeah. So similar, comp, you know, competition. So you jumped into a competition. Um, it was, you know, I came in second to last. It was terrible. <laughs> I was humiliated. You beat me. 
Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I was like, okay, my one goal is you don't come in last. And then it was second to last. And I was like, this still feels like last. <laughs> and then you look and you realize that person didn't show up. <laughs> right. There's a, a, a DNF did yes. not finish. You're like, yes, DQ'd or something. <laughs> so, but okay. Man, that like, that got the juices going. I was like, yeah. man, I am a competitor. I will never let that happen again. And then the next year. So this first year I was in the scale division. Second year I did intermediate and I got second. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So redemption. I love the redemption story yep. because for me, the gym that I was at, um, you know, I ended up leaving that gym and going to another gym and relationship has since been great now, but at the time, <laughs> some bad things, you know, some, some feelings got hurt and there was all that sort of thing. But the redemption was, I went back to that same competition that I was programming, that I was running for the past like three, four years and won the intermediate division, um, uh, with, with a teammate of mine. Yeah. Like we went in, we went in and we just wrecked shop. It was awesome. Um, we both had our redemption. <laughs> we had our redemption. So I went back into the gym that I coached that all my members were looking at me like, I can't believe you failed so miserably and then, you know, come back and win the intermediate division. So it was, it was good. Uh, but they didn't, they didn't let me live it down. That's for sure. When I'm coaching, when I'm oh, coaching, yeah, no. when I'm coaching the next, you know, the next week and I'm like, I'll pick it up. You didn't pick it up. No, no. Uh, I hate you all. <laughs> I hate you all. So, um, oh. but yeah, so, okay. So you did your first competition, you got the competition bug and then it kind of just evolved. Yeah. And then what I loved about living in Wisconsin is they had local competitions all the time. Like you didn't need to travel more than 30, maybe an hour That's to get Florida. to a competition. That's basically but Yeah, Florida there were too. like yeah. a lot within 20 minutes. And it was like, I probably competed in like at least four local comps a year. And nice. now I look at the area that I live in and they just don't have local competitions besides like there's the Festivus, but again, mm -hmm. like I, I compete RX now, yeah. like normal RX, not like Wadapalooza RX where you have to be like really, 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 really good. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an intermediate division for me. <laughs> yeah. But well, um, it's like, that's yeah, like my gym, just... my gym owner. I mean, he is like right at the elite level, but mm -hmm. even when he goes and does like the Wadapalooza qualifiers, he ends up dropping into like rx like like low rx high intermediate kind of in that range right. you know as far as qualifying and things like that and quarterfinals and, and all that he um he's ridiculously stupid fit but just the level of fitness that that is being produced now it's so crazy and especially like i feel like wadapalooza is such a bucket list thing for so many people inside affiliates because yeah. i mean you're you're literally working out with the ocean as like, if you really start sucking wind, at least you have a beautiful view. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to grab a, a battery because I'm looking at my camera and it's flashing red. So give me just like, a second. It's going to die. It's going to die. <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> so, so it's going to drop to my other camera, you know, the one okay. from the other podcast that we, uh, the, ah, yes. The, the ugly camera. The other one, the other day I recorded a podcast and for whatever reason, like the micro or the camera that I'm using now uh -huh. kept disconnecting. So like right in the middle of it, all of a sudden my MacBook camera started working and it's just such a crappy camera. Nice. 
they got to find a way to like my camera just doesn't plug in. Like I wish it would just plug in somewhere and then I wouldn't need a battery. Oh, so yeah. Cause mine, it just is, you know what, now that I'm, Hmm, I wonder how my camera charges. (laughs) (laughs) Gremlins, gremlins at night. They come and they, they they wind it up. They wind it up every night. It's, it's good to go. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, this is the camera that I didn't have charged when we did our uh, battle of buffoonery. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like an idiot. Like all you guys have all these high definition cameras and these great, <laughs> you know, scenes behind you and all this sort of stuff. And here I am just like, hmm. I mean, yours looks really <laughs> Look like good a 1980s today, action film. It's just all <laughs> grainy. Oh, it looks good are. now, though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it, I mean, it's a high. De- it's a great camera. So I'll have yeah. it down at uh at Waterpalooza too i'm bringing a videographer yeah. as well so oh, you are um, upgrade yeah upgrade yes um so speaking of Waterpalooza, and you know like well like, again we're jumping around everywhere this people are gonna be listening i like, love oh my it. gosh would you just stay on one topic what's happening no no <laughs> this is add at its finest <laughs> um but the uh they there's going to be a lot of big things happening so I'm not only just doing the podcast, but I'm also hosting the seminars. So oh, right, yeah. there's going to be a lot of things going on. I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't know exactly what I can talk about. And what I, oh, what I was like, to talk are you about. about to tease it on here? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's going to be some, you know, there's going to be a lot of people there. You know, there's going to be do. a lot of big name athletes. There's going to be some people who have won championships. And there may be a possibility that a lot of them are going to be talking mm. and on a seminar. And if that happens, I'm the seminar host. So we're working let's on go. Well, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like I called, I called Tommy and I was like, Hey man, um, <laughs> I, any advice for not looking like a complete idiot in front of people? <laughs> cause, cause you do a really good job and I've never been in front of the camera, like doing that sort of thing. I just do this podcast stuff and this is, you know, People don't care. You're sitting in your office talking like there's no expectations, but no, it's going to be in front of everybody, um, possibly on the main stage doing a big thing with big people. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. You will be fine. You will be It'll fine. Be but good. it is funny because even when I used to do local television and I would anchor the news and people would always ask me like, don't you get nervous before you do it? And I was like, no, I'm in a studio with me, the meteorologist, the sports guy, and that's it. And a couple yeah. of cameras. There's no audience like yeah. where I can see people. It's so different when there's like a live audience in front of you. Yeah, it it is like the, the task at hand isn't different. And like you're confident, you know what you're doing. Wex, you're amazing. It shouldn't change anything, but like seeing a real person versus seeing your camera is such a different feeling. Yeah. Well, and the, so, and I tell people this all, so apart from DJing, I do, I have many, many different talents and things that I do. So (laughs) I also wear several hats. Yes. I sing. So like I've done stuff. You sing? I sing. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, hit a note. No, no. No, we're not doing that. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> okay. This isn't, okay. This isn't podcast karaoke. We're not Miami. doing podcast karaoke. Yeah. Um, ooh, that would ooh, be fun. That would be a good one too. Um, I mean, John Woolley was on his page last night playing guitar and singing. <gasps> oh, 
I was like, dude, you should do like a CrossFit karaoke. You and Dan Bailey get together with with some guitars and just riff. Um, that would be awesome. But you know, so I I sing, and one of the things like so we had a, a, the turkey trot this past Thanksgiving. So every Thanksgiving mm-hmm. we have a a five k and a ten k. There's probably twelve to fifteen hundred runners, and I'm the MC for that. So I get up. I've been doing it for the past like ten years at the YMCA. So I get up on top of this truck and I'm, you know, doing all my announcements and I'm like, Hey, if you've got a red bib on, this is going to be the longest 5k of your life because this is the 10k race. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, just making like little quips and announcements and things like that. And every year we usually have the, the anthem, the national anthem. And um, I know the national anthem. I know all the words. Sure. I know, I know it front to back. Great. Fantastic. They're like, Hey, do you have the national anthem? I'm like, No. But I hate to say this, I could sing it. And like, you can sing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, would you? I'm like, yes. Hold on, give me like 30 seconds to pull up the lyrics on my phone. Because if there's anything you do not want to mess up, it's the national anthem. It's the national anthem. And it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you know it. It doesn't matter if you have it memorized. You're going to you mess it up. out in the moment. It's called the white room. <laughs> it's called the white room. All the words go into the white oh, there's room. There's a name for it? There's a name for it. Yes. Oh. If you really want to learn about the white room, go on Instagram and look up the hashtag Burr's Corner. So from Hamilton. Burr's Corner? Burr's Corner. So Aaron Burr, B-U-R-R. Oh, Burr's, yeah, yeah. Burr's Corner. And the cast of Hamilton talk about when they mess up on stage. So uh. it's amazing. It is amazing that hashtag and you, you got to like filter through some of the other ones, but you know, the ones that are the actual Hamilton cast and they talk about, you know, I went, you know, um, one of the guys I had on the podcast was James Monroe Iglehart, who is the original genie from Aladdin on Broadway. He won a Tony award, like insane. And one of the ones he's, he did, he was, he was talking about, he's like, yeah, there's a scene where um, Lafayette or Lafayette or Jefferson, I don't know which one he was playing at the, at that point where he jumps up on the, it was Lafayette. And he's like, where I jump up on the table, he's like, and I had a back injury and I jumped on the table. And when I jumped on the table, white shooting pain went up through my back and all the words went into the white room. Oh no. <laughs> he's like, he's like, so it's like, you know, the, the lyrics are like, I'm taking this horse by the reins, making red coat, red of the blood stains, like this mm-hmm. whole thing. And he's like, dip, 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 dip. and then <laughs> he's like, but the way he does it on on the Burr's Corner thing, but look up Burr's Corner and it's hilarious. But that's okay, the thing. Good. It's like you get in front of people and you just, even though you memorize it, you know it, you know what you're supposed to say, you know what you want to say, you just panic. And it's like, ugh. 1500 people in front of you or or in this mm. case however many thousands of people Amazing. are going to be on the so yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's the that's the fun you know the 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 fun thing of the day go check out Burr's corner you'll laugh hysterically because i mean they're broadway they're athletes they're broadway stars right and <laughs> and they are just you know they're they're eccentric as as it is and then they're mm-hmm. retelling their stories of how they've messed up on stage and it's just it's just hilarious so it's good even but, the pros do it. <laughs> even the pros do it. Everybody does it. I mean, how many times have we yeah. seen athletes completely bust on a on a you know cargo net? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, twice, twice, <laughs> maybe twice, 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 just <laughs> in the same 
like at the same time. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> so, you know, but you see, you know, some of the best mess up, you know, so, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting time at Wadapalooza. There's going to be a lot of moving parts and a lot of things going on. And I'm like, there's just so, and that's why I'm like, I'm hesitant to say anything because part of it is the, what's the, the um, imposter complex that you have where mm. you're like, this can't actually be what I'm doing. Like nobody, <laughs> like I'm going to wake up. Like nobody has really yeah. entrusted me to do all these things and, and, and be here and do this and talk to these people. And like, I'm, you know, when, oops, hit my mic um when i'm <laughs> you know when i'm opening up my my laptop and there's matt o'keefe just you know sitting there talking to me and like you know, going back and forth and stuff and i'm like how how is this my life right now you know i've got an interview that's coming up um so on tuesday i am um interviewing rich froning oh that'll be fun so I'm like, how is this a thing like how is how is this a thing this is something that during covid i was like i'm gonna start a podcast and i'm gonna talk about just <laughs> random buffoonery and now it's like all these people are coming on the show and i'm getting to talk to all these people and i've talked to broadway stars i've talked to mm -hmm. musicians i've talked to actors i've talked to um chefs like like all these celebrities in their own right just because i've asked just because of, you know, and, and again, I feel like I'm, I'm well, going to yeah, wake up one day and be like, <laughs> you're <laughs> underselling it though. It's not just because you ask, like you're out here hustling, putting in the hard work, like putting out a product that people are entertained by and you make the guests feel comfortable and want to come on the show. But it's like complete strangers though. That's the thing. That's, but that's the thing that kills me. It's like some of these people are complete strangers. Like never, never, like they, they don't have any connection with me. So like some of them, mm -hmm. you know, like with CrossFit, okay, there's connections and stuff like that. And like, they know people sure. that I know. But I'm like, how in the heck did I get two guys from the Hamilton Broadway on, to come on the show? Like how? How did you? Did you just like reach out to them on Instagram? Just, you just DM yeah. them? I just DM them on Instagram. Oh, that's so cool. Um, Actually, I, I hit one of them up on TikTok. Um, making fun of the other, <laughs> making fun of the other one, um, because they have a rivalry. They go back yeah. and forth. I mean, they're best friends, but they like like best friends do. They just bug the shit out go of off. each other. Yeah, they just yeah, yeah. Kill, they just wreck each other. Um, so part of it was that going back and forth. And I was like, hey, Nick said you should come on the show. And he's like, oh, well, if Nick said I should do it. I'll come on the show. And <laughs> literally just a comment on TikTok, and it rolled into you know since you know. I mean, it was like a six month process of getting him on the show just because of schedules and stuff. But I'm like, how is this, how is this a thing? This is the guy that I went to New York. Like I went to New York and went to Hamilton and saw him perform as Jefferson and Lafayette on stage. And then two years later, I'm talking to the guy. I'm like, this is, this is insanity to me. Like you, you don't, a lot of people don't get to live that, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, similar to what you said, I think it's a lot of just it's a mindset of just, this is what I'm going to do. And now listen, I've sent out thousands of messages to people and gotten no response, no answer. Oh yeah. Same. I mean, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, read. man. Dwayne the Rock oh, Johnson. Oh yeah. Dude. Gotta shoot I mean, your shot. <laughs> come on, man. You know, what, what are we doing? You know, you leave me on red. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he put me, he did put me on his page. Yeah. What? Wait, I, we need I am, the story. I am on the Instagram page of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
Um, so <laughs> you're right. Gotta, go gotta go look for this. Yeah. So now he has thousands of posts. So it's been like years. It's been like a year or so since this has, has happened, but I, so he was doing this thing called Terramana Tuesdays when he first rolled out Terramana, people were doing toast with Terramana and posting it on their page. So I did a, you know, Wexpeel podcast thing. And I was like, Hey, you know, got the new Terramana, you know, we're gonna go ahead and try it. I took a, you know, took a taste of it, you know, did like a whole, you know, a whole thing, like yeah. a whole like 30 second video. And I posted it, tagged him in it. And he was taking posts or his team. Like, I don't know if he actually, rep- you know, he reposted it himself, yeah. but, but the, um, they took a whole bunch of the videos that people had done and reposted it on the page oh, with fun. our like with our stuff on it so it's so it's like the the screen grab of instagram so you see you mm-hmm. know the the page title and all that and who it is and they showed the whole video so my video is on there so i posted the video whatever no big deal kind of let it go and then like a couple days later i'm getting these messages popping up like You're from like, random happening? people <laughs> i'm like i'm like what is going on and people are like, yo, like people have no idea who they are. They're like, yo, The Rock, put your put your video up. And I'm like, what? So I went to the page, and sure enough, you scroll through a couple of the oh a, a couple of the Terrible Tuesday videos, and like three in, I'm on there doing my tequila shot with you know with The Rock. I was like, dude, oh, that's so cool. That's how so, you made it. <laughs> you have made it. I made it onto The Rock's page, but. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like little things like that. It, it's it, it's that mindset of just, you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. Um, you know, if they say yes, great. If they don't say no, if they don't say yes, whatever, you know, no, no big deal. You know, I'm not offended by it. They don't know who I am. Um, yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, just, just asking. <laughs> and then there's like people that I really want to get that I can't find any way to get in contact with them. Um, so like who, the, who's like your top person? Uh, okay. I would love to interview David Tennant. So, but there's no, like, he's nothing not on, on Google. He's, he's, he's not on social media. Like there, there probably, is. so there is, there's like agent stuff, but you got to like pay to get the agent thing. And like, what? like, yeah, there's like a whole booking thing. So like oh. David Tennant and it, for, for people who are like, I listen, I do CrossFit. Who's David Tennant? He is yeah. um, doc, Dr. Who from um from the doctor who show he's been right. on, on everything from harry potter to Broadchurch. he's done uh, he's just an, a brilliant brilliant actor I, I love him um so him lin-manuel miranda i mean that guy is a freaking genius um i would love to have lin-manuel miranda on on the show um who else was like on that bucket list of people and and that's the thing it's like six degrees of separation Lin-Manuel Miranda is good friends with James Bond Rigelhart. Like, mm. like dude's in his phone. Like they talk all the yeah. time and I'm like, I'm that, that <laughs> close. You're getting closer to the goal. <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously there's, there's, you know, the CrossFit people and, and things like that, but, but it's like, you know, when you, you start hitting those tiers of people that you want to talk to and I'm like, yeah, it's crazy that I'm, you know, I'm trying to reach those, you know, those people and some of them are actually responding, which is, super cool um like as far as like crossfit i had i had messaged um just shot in the dark throughout an instagram message to don fall oh yeah because well i I don't i don't want to break your news oh break it let's go (laughs) he i'm gonna put it on i'm gonna put it on the page too and he's gonna come on the show yeah you're having right you're there you go crossfit i'm like what like 
okay, cool. Um, and I asked him, I didn't even know if he was going to be there. I was like, hey, I don't know if you're going to be in Wadapalooza or not. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are, would you like to come on the show? He's like, yeah, I'd love to. Send an email to my email. I'll tag in the people that I need to tag in and we'll get it done. I'm like, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so just stuff like that. It's just, it's so cool to to kind of, you know, really be kind of living this this alternate reality, I'll call it, of, of you know, hosting a podcast. <laughs> it is. Because, you know, you know, you get behind the screen and it's like, you know, you get behind the screen, you talk, you do all these things and you put it out into the universe and you don't know what's going to come out of it. You don't know what's going to come back from it, but it's just something you're passionate about and something that you love mm-hmm. to do. And in doing podcasts, that's the reason I did it because I, I drive for a living. I sell eyeglasses to doctor's offices. That's my day job. And so, so I drive all over the state and I listen to podcasts and I'm like, this is cool. This yeah. is fun. You know, and listening to people like Joe Rogan, I'm like, I just want to have a fun show where I just talk to cool people and everybody mm-hmm. I've talked to has been super cool. So it's like, it's, it's just, it's <laughs> just keep doing fun. it then. So I just, I just kept doing it, but I also don't, I don't put so much pressure on myself to be like, I have to, you know, and that's probably why you know, it's not as big as it should be. I have to post every Monday at 9am and and do all this sort of stuff. I'm like, it's a passion project. So when I get good yeah. guests, I'm going to do it. I'm going to promote it. I'm going to push it, but I'm not going to just like, I'm not going to let it ruin the rest of my life and the things that I have going on. You know, wife, four kids, dog, mm-hmm. rabbit. You busy. <laughs> like, I'm busy. <laughs> dog, rabbit. You know, dog, rabbit, <laughs> career, CrossFit, you know, I'm, you know, trying to get my training in and doing all the stuff. Like, I'm yep. still going to live my life, but this is a cool, a really cool experience and a really cool story to be able to tell to people that, hey, if you're passionate about something, just do it. And mm-hmm. I, I really do this for the love of what I, of, of what I'm doing. I do it for the love of being able to talk to people and just having a good time. And I think that's what shows through. I think that's what what people are are, are seeing and 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 relating to with the shows. And it's just been it's just been a fun ride. And I listen, we're talking one week before Wadapalooza <laughs> in one of the absolute biggest moments of my podcast career, is like on the eve of it. And I don't know what's gonna happen. I like I I I absolutely don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm really open and super excited about what could possibly happen from this opportunity. And it's kind of one of those things. Well, even look from last year to this year, the opportunity that like has shifted because of the hard work and like people recognizing that from the first year, you're like, Hey, I want to change X, Y, and Z. And they're like, Hey, I think you're the guy to do it and make that happen. Let's make this bigger and better. Let's get all of these guests and all of these podcasts together. And it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about doing the podcast stage, especially because it's such like, it's so different from what all of us normally do. We're all at home virtually, like having our guests enter the zoom video. And now it's like, you got a live audience. Like we're over here. We're over there. You're in Miami. It's so awesome. But then everything ties around because like, although I'm nervous about getting in front of people, I thrive on it because I'm a wedding DJ. <laughs> taking crazy situations and turning them into a great moment. I mean, I've I don't I can't exactly say that I've saved marriages um on on a on the actual wedding day, but I've been pretty pretty close to just yeah. like some horrible situations happening at a wedding that I'm like, 
we got to fix this. And I'm the guy with the microphone. So it's like, it's literally like the wedding singer. He's like, oh, I have a microphone and you don't. So you'll listen to every <laughs> damn word I have to say. You know, it's, it's that whole thing where, you know, hey, I've got to take control of the situation because things are spiraling yeah. bad. The groom is trashed and swearing out the, the bartender. Let's do some sort of dance. Okay, let's have some fun. <laughs> um, I had one bride that smashed cake in the, in the groom's face and she hit him so hard she made his nose bleed. And I, yeah, yeah. So, I'm so happy I'm not a wedding planner. <laughs> she, she, she smashed his face with cake. His nose started gushing blood and he was so mad. He was in the bathroom, like punching walls. He was so mad. And I had to, so, you know, everybody's just kind of looking at me and I'm like, Tough day at work. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, so I find the longest song I can find, throw it on. I tell the photographer who's a buddy of mine, we're like, hey, if this track ends, just push this button, you know, to, to move to the next one. And yeah. um, and I go into the bathroom and I'm like, hey, dude, um, we're here because it's a wedding and you love her. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> so here's what I need you to do. I need you to clean yourself up. Take a deep breath. Remember, she didn't mean it. Walk out there. Tell her I love you. Take her onto the dance floor and have a dance. And it took a wow. took a little bit, <laughs> took yeah, a little bit of finesse. Yeah, yeah. Took a little bit of finesse, but he he you know like, took a deep breath, calmed down, walked back out there. And I'm like, don't say anything, just walk up, tell her you love her, grab her by the hand, walk out to the dance floor, and I will play a song, and it's good. And and it 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 did. I don't know if they're still married. I Thank haven't followed God. up. <laughs> I haven't followed up with them, but no, you know, no. hey, you know when when it starts with domestic violence, just. <laughs> But there was cake. So, I mean, it could be all bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like the the wedding stories that I have are just, some of them are just ridiculous. Um, you know, drunk uncles. You should uncle. write a book. I, yeah, right? Drunk uncles <laughs> at weddings are just the best. Um, I had one that, I'll tell this, this quick one. Um, I had one, you know, the movies where music's playing and then something happens and like the record scratches. Like everything goes yes. silent. Yep. I yep. had one of those moments where um, I, I'm sitting there playing music. It's during dinner. Like it's just kind of, everybody's just yeah. kind of whatever. Chill. It's an outdoor wedding. Should be chill. <laughs> Should be chill. Outdoor wedding. And I'm set up on a deck in front of like a little pool house on a lake. So this little pool house plugged in, I'm, you know, just kind of playing music, not really paying attention. And I hear the groom start cussing and like swearing out somebody and i look around the corner of this pool house and it's him and his uncle his uncle i guess is drunk and he's like get the out of here da, 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 da. and then that happens and again that's that record that record moment where everybody just kind of looks and mm -hmm. like everything goes silent even though music's playing and all that he comes back sits down at the table super super pissed and i'm like all right. All right. All right. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? This is super awkward right now. How do I fix this? Okay. Got it. So I walk over to him <laughs> and I'm like, I won't, I won't name his name, but I'm like, dude, do you trust me? He's like, what? And I'm like, do you trust me? And I'm actually, I was actually friends with him. So, okay. you know, I kind of had a little bit of rapport. I'm like, do you trust me? He's like, whatever, what? And I'm like, I'm going to do something and I just need you to follow along we got to, we need to do something. Okay. And, um, 
so I get back up there, I get on the microphone, I load the song I'm going to play, and oh, I go, boy. Oh, I go, boy. I go, when they talk to me about, you know, music and everything for the, you know, for this, for this wedding, we had talked about the song and we didn't really know where it was going to fit. I think this would be a per- perfect opportunity. So, you know, I'm gonna call him John for, for, yeah. you know, privacy purposes. I'm like, so John, go and grab your wife's hand and take her onto the dance floor, please for this dance. And he's like, not into it at all. And he just kind of looks at me <laughs> and I'm like, it's cool. Just take your wife onto the dance floor. He grabs her hand, takes her onto the dance floor. And I play Adam Sandler's Grolled with you from the wedding singer. <laughs> and you see this, like, he's got this like look on his face of anger and you just see it just crack and just kind of Yeah, he break. wants to be mad, but now he's not. He wants to be mad. And he's like, oh, that's good. And, and they danced to the song. Everybody <laughs> laughed. Everybody was like, and it just, it broke the ice of the whole thing and everything was good from then on out. Uh, like, it's amazing. Oh, you're like, man, it's, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was nuts. So, but yeah, so that's the, that's the, <laughs> I, one again, of many stories, one of many stories of weddings that went off the rails, um, <laughs> you know, where the limo turns into a cop car. That's a fun one too. <laughs> that was the, that was the drunk <laughs> groom talking to the bartender. They called uh, the cops. Yeah. He mm. almost got arrested. So it was, oh, it was fun. It was memories. Good. But yeah, weddings, <laughs> weddings are fantastic. They're great. They're so, so fun. fun. So fun. So fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so where, you know, you're going to be set up at Waterpalooza. We, I mean, we're, we're running on time. We got to like wrap up here. Like, man, they're just talking forever, but it's just fun. <laughs> it's just good. It's we have so many things to talk about. <laughs> so what all are you going to be doing at Waterpalooza? What do you got going on? When are you getting there? Are you getting there on Wednesday? Like I get there Tuesday, Tuesday, a little bit oh, early. Yes. Head start, head start because on Wednesday, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, um, n- probably not her, but her people, her sponsors. I know that she's working with um, Toe Spacer. Yes. They are having this yacht excursion. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be on the yacht interviewing her during this little. Oh, you broke up. You're interviewing oh, her. Oh, am I back? Am I back? You're back. You're back. So you're going to be on the boat. Yes. So I'm going to be on the boat. I've never Guess done a what? boat interview before. Are you going to be on the boat too? I got an email yesterday. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it though. I don't know. Okay, if I change can make your it. flight right now. Flight. I live here. Oh, I, I yeah. live in Florida. I, yeah. No, I'm going to drive down. No, it quick all, drive. I, so I haven't talked to my wife yet um, because I literally just got the email yesterday and didn't get a chance to talk to her because I got it like at midnight because i was yesterday on crazy (laughs) stuff um but yeah i got it last night and then we just had to get up and i had to take her work and everything i don't know if we can make it and i'm like no no you must Um, make it i know i know i know i know i know i know and i'm like uh, so she's also one of the ones that i want on the show and we've been working on that. Me and Snorri have been working on that. So, oh yeah, Snorri's great. <laughs> but Snorri's awesome. He's been on the show too. He's he's fantastic. But yeah, it, it yeah, I'm hoping to go down. So you're going down on Tuesday so that you can go on a boat. On a boat. I'm yes. gonna be on a boat with a microphone. <laughs> it's not how the song goes, but okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm riding that down a might... dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
So we're on the boat on Wednesday and then it gets back in, I think around four and athlete check-in is until six. So once we get back, I'll probably try to meet up with some athletes, grab a couple of interviews that we can post to, you know, preview before we start on YouTube. And then, um, I'll just be doing our daily recap shows. So shooting video of the athletes, getting athlete interviews when they're done, putting everything together, tie it up with a nice little bow. Yeah. Throw that on YouTube and hopefully get a little bit of sleep before the next day. <laughs> nice. So here's the, so here's the, the kicker for that, that boat excursion. Um, yeah. they said, you must be 21 or up to go. And I'm going to have my daughter with me. Oh, so okay. I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to make it work. And I'm like, how, how Getting is a this? fake ID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just you kidding. Know just kidding. <laughs> no, she wouldn't pass. She's nine. <laughs> she's, she's very small, <laughs> very, very small. Um, but she's coming to Wadapalooza. So you'll get to meet her too. She's um, oh, awesome. She's CrossFit junkie. Um, and she's so excited about coming to Wadapalooza and I haven't confirmed Yay. to her that she's coming. She keeps hinting at it. She keeps asking at it and I keep hinting at it, but I'm not going to tell her yes until we're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's man, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an interesting time. So, so are you, are you on the boat, um, from the, you're on there just to interview her. So you're doing the, yeah. So it's, it, there'll be like a 20 minute interview. Uh, but then other than that, I'm just hanging out on a boat, just hanging out on a boat, <laughs> riding on a dolphin. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll cannonball into the water. Who Things knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there is going to be alcohol. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, and it's funny, are you going to the kettlebells and cocktails party? I hope so. I told, I was talking to John and Nikki the other day and my, my plan is to go. It just kind of comes down to how quickly can I edit the recap show? Okay. So. Are you, are you crashing or did you get a ticket? Oh no, no. I got a ticket. Okay. I was like, you yeah. gotta get, you gotta get on Cause they're sold out. Oh yeah. No, I got a yeah. ticket. We're good to go. It's just a matter of, can I use this ticket? <laughs> yes. So, and that's basically how I feel about the Toastpacer boat trip. I'm like, can I use this yep. ticket? I have it. I, right. I, I just need to get there. I need to get to Miami. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could definitely do, you know, like work stuff that morning. I, I, my whole territory is the entire state of Florida. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Should be, oh man. Now I, I, I really I'll see go. you on the boat. I'll yeah, see you on the boat. Yeah. We'll, we'll I'm putting it out into the air, put, put it into the universe, <laughs> put it in the universe, yeah. be on the boat. Um, so cool. So you're, so you get there on Tuesday, you're going on the boat with Sarah on, on Wednesday, you're hitting the podcast stage on Thursday and then you're, yep. you're going to be everywhere. You're going to be all around everywhere and everywhere. nowhere at the same time, <laughs> everywhere with a camera in hand and people's faces, just like, yes, let's go running around gonna be that's good awesome it, and there's gonna be so many people doing that so it's gonna be interesting um yeah you know like i know uh like of of media like not media people but like people who do youtube and blogs and things like that i like i know hiller's gonna be there he's competing mm -hmm. he's he's doing the gauntlet um so that'll be that that'll be, be fun to watch that should be fun <laughs> and he's he's actually gonna be on the podcast stage i think on thursday um yeah i think he's with um peter from yes. coffee pods and wads. I think yep. I saw. Yep. Yep. He's gonna be on there. And, uh, so he'll be running around and I'm sure he'll have a camera and be... of course, <laughs> of course. 
and uh, be doing all sorts of stuff. And then, um, you know, obviously John and Nikki are going to be there with, with kettlebells and cocktails. Nikki's working on the broadcast. Uh, you've got what Tommy and Sean, Chase and Bill, uh, they're going to be doing their shows. Nobody, everybody's being hush hush on the guest list, which is funny. Um, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm the coordinator. I need to know so that I can put right, these people out here. Tell me. <laughs> um, but you got coffee pods and wads are going to be there. Um, don't tone alone. Uh, two tone fitness is going to be there. Um, conversations with Claire. She's going to be there. Um, Clydesdale media is going to be there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're people. Um, Jedberg podcast. Uh, that I'm really excited to meet them. Um, they have a special guest, um, guest host, uh, co-host. Oh. It's uh, Jesse Graff, the American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's another one. That, that's another one that's coming yeah. on the podcast at some point. So we're yeah. gonna <laughs> we're gonna meet and greet and talk and, and do all those things. So, um, so any like you're you're gonna try and hit the after parties. So you're gonna try and hit uh, kettlebells and cocktails on Saturday, and I think there's probably one on Sunday. Yes. Normally I only make it to the Sunday one Gotcha. <laughs> when everything is said and done, but, yeah. um, but I don't know. I think we found maybe a better workflow for this competition where we should get a little bit of sleep. So I'm hopeful <laughs> sleep. What is what sleep? Is sleep? It's sponsored, not existing out these comps. It's sponsored by rain. <laughs> this weekend is brought to you by rain exactly Exactly. Um, all the energy (laughs) drinks so well lauren thank you for coming on the show and and doing this this has been a lot of fun so fun um it's it's complete buffoonery this is i i'm definitely going to title this like the squirrel (laughs) episode you know it's like if you if you have a hard time paying attention to things maybe this isn't the one for for a treat (laughs) turn away now yes no it's just it's just a show full of cliffhangers we're going to start a story and then we're going to finish it never way later way later (laughs) in the show we're going to wrap it around to a wedding it's going to it's going to it's going to relate to a wedding story at some point (laughs) right it all ties into that (laughs) absolutely well awesome we'll we'll go ahead and end the show and uh, thank you again so much and i will see you in a few days like yeah we're less than a week away Cannot wait. So I'll it's going to be awesome. I'll see you in Miami. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, what is up, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Lauren Khalil. I know I had a blast. We had so much fun laughing, cutting up. Her dogs were playing in the background. Had to change batteries on the camera. Like it just, It was just a crazy time. It was a lot of fun. So I hope that you enjoyed it. I had a blast. Hope that you had a blast. And... Uh, Come down to Miami. If you're not, if what are you waiting for? Get your tickets and get ready to go to Tier Wadapalooza in Miami this year, January 12th to the 15th. It is going to be an amazing time. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you're going to be get to see all the athletes. You're going to see all the all the celebrities of CrossFit. You're going to see celebrities from other sports. There's going to be American Ninja Warriors there. There's going to be people from Rain. Um, the rain sponsored athletes is everything from strongmen to WWE superstars, like you name it, the who's who of people are going to be at this event. So you definitely want to make sure that you are in Miami this year. It's going to be epic. And if you are in Miami, let us know in the comments and let us know and come by and introduce yourself. Say hello. We're going to be at the podcast stage all day. Uh, I am going to be hosting all the podcasts and seminars and making sure that everybody is having a great time. So come over, say hi, grab a sticker. I got the new, I love WAP. I love Wex Appeal podcast stickers that are 
hot off the presses. I'll have them there. We'll be handing them out and uh, getting the, the Wex Appeal podcast out to the masses at at Tier Wadapalooza this year. So get out there. Check it out. Cannot wait to see you. Very excited on the show next, coming up after this episode. The next episode that's going to drop is going to be the man himself, Rich Froning. That's right, Rich Froning from Mayhem, CrossFit Mayhem, and uh, four-time fittest man on earth, and just an awesome, awesome human being. We're going to talk about hunting. We're going to talk about running businesses. We're going to talk about everything that he's doing in his life and career and just kind of getting ready for Tier Wadapalooza and being on a team and doing all those things. Basically, we're going to just talk about life, and it's going to be awesome. So make sure you stay tuned for the next episode that's coming out very soon, right before we go to Miami. Check it out. Y'all have a great day. Peace.